Welcome to Signal from the Noise by Podcast Notes, the best ideas from the world's best podcasts in minutes. Please enjoy the notes from your food may be killing you, Texas Slim on the Pomp Podcast number 1081 with Anthony Pomplino. Intro. Texas Slim, T-Man, is the founder of the Beef Initiative, a trade group focused on improving local access to quality animal protein. He writes a bi-weekly newsletter about the Beef Initiative and food intelligence, in addition to hosting a podcast called Texas Slim's Vision. In this conversation, Texas Slim and Anthony Pomplino talk about the manipulation of the food supply, obesity, seed oils of the fall of testosterone levels, the food being served to children in schools, fake meat propaganda, billionaires buying all the farmland, climate change, how society used to be fit, how to shop for and prepare better meat, and how the decline in food quality coincides with the decline in purchasing power of the U.S. dollar. Check out these podcast notes on why animal protein is superior to plant protein. Host Anthony Pomplino at a Pomplino. Articles and books mentioned. WTF happened in 1971. A series that charts showing stark changes in our species starting in 1971. Red seaweed supplementation reduces enteric methane by over 80% in beef steers. A study pomp mentioned that shows supplementing cows with seaweed helps reduce their methane output. The harvest of deception be Texas Slim. An article on Texas Slim Substack about seed oils, processed foods, unhinged consumption, artificial foods, toxicity, corrupted food labeling laws, and more. Let the poor court the rich be Texas Slim. An article on Texas Slim Substack that explores how the manipulated food intelligence apparatus affects society. Manipulating the food industry. Regulatory capture and the subsequent manipulation of those regulations has corrupted the food industry. Global movements are attempting to create a one-world food group that compartmentalizes the understanding of food and the market access to that food. The food supply and obesity. The rancher loses control over what is done to his cow once it leaves his farm. The packers, feeders, and processors, who make up the feedlot apparatus, can feed the cow grains and inject it with antibiotics and steroids. Oftentimes, these inputs are not known to the end consumer. There are four main processors that process over 80% of the animal protein in the United States. JBS Tyson Foods, Cargill, and National Beef Packing, also known as the 4PS. Regulatory capture FDA and USDA forces the rancher to get rid of the cow at a certain point in time because it must be processed by the packers, feeders, and processors apparatus. The nasty stuff happens when the cow leaves the ranch for processing. USDA Prime doesn't mean anything anymore because we don't know where that cow is coming from. The billionaire are buying the ranches. Quote, there is a prohibition going on against ranchers. Texas Slim. About 40% of ranch land has been sold to billionaires and corporations in the last few decades. Ranchers are selling because regulatory capture has shrunk their margins on cows. Ranchers can no longer take the cow from the farm to the end consumer's fork because of new regulations. Their profit margins would quadruple if they were allowed to, but today they are forced to send their cows to the four main processors at a specific point in the cow's life. From decentralized to consolidated farming. The consolidation of land, livestock, and processing puts way too much control in too few hands. You should be eating where you're standing, food used to be produced, processed, and sold in local communities. This is how American got started in the 1800s.
After 1878 Texas began feeding cattle to the United States through cattle drives and the emerging railroad system. Cowboys herded the cattle and began to feed the military bases across the United States. This evolved into making deliveries to the major cities, Kansas City, Chicago, and New York, for example. Texas Slim's Beef Initiative is trying to bring this model back to the United States. Texas fed the U.S. in 1878 and it can do it again today. American beef is mostly shipped overseas. The United States grows and processes the best beef in the world, but the beef is sold to the highest bidder in the global market, so much of it is exported from the U.S. The rancher cannot control this. The four main processors do. Much of the beef that people consume in the U.S. is imported from places like Brazil and Africa and has a worse nutritional profile than beef that's produced in the U.S. For example, a test done in Texas revealed 80 different sets of cow genetics in a single pack of ground beef sold at the local grocery store. The United States has always used the best technology to produce the highest quality beef. The U.S. has the best food intelligence and understands what makes the best cow better than any other nation. The touch points between the ranch and consumer. The cow coming from Brazil has approximately 20 touch points before hitting your fork in the U.S. The packer, processor, and distributor gets to decide on the number of touch points because they all operate under one global corporation. The regenerative rancher-producer model has two touch points between the ranch and your fork. The consumer gets high-quality beef directly from the ranch. The rancher is able to keep more of the margins. The rancher might make $2,000 per cow using the regenerative model versus making $300 per cow using the global processor model with 20 touch points. More profits for the local rancher enables them to reinvest capital back into the land and the cow itself to make an even higher quality cow. Bill Gates is the largest farmland owner. Bill Gates has investments in 5 to 13 alternative meat companies. He's taking steps to remove animal protein from the American consumption model. Bill Gates is very upfront about his intentions, explicitly saying, this is how we're going to eat you're not going to eat meat anymore. Texas Slim thinks Bill Gates is buying as much farmland as he can to prevent it from being used to steward animals. The Global Industrial Shift in Food The valor was debased in 1971, and so was the food. New, fake commodities were introduced into our consumption models starting in 1971, such as new herbicides and pesticides used in the soil. Climate change lies. Climate change narratives have always been manipulated for certain reasons and changed by the generation. In the 1970s, it was we're going to freeze to death. Today, it is we're going to burn to death. Carbon hazards are the primary focus of today's climate change narrative. The climate hysterics formula to manipulate the people. Create a narrative, i.e. too much carbon is causing climate change. Create a marketing plan, i.e. climate change is because of cows releasing methane. Ignorant people respond to this marketing campaign by reducing or stopping their consumption of beef because they think they're saving the planet. Responding to these claims validates the hysteric narratives and plays into the hands of the marketers. Texas Slim believes the real problem is the contamination of the soil with herbicides and pesticides. How the soil became contaminated After World War II, the chemical companies switched from making bombs to making fertilizers with their nitrogen. This pivot started out well-intended and had profound impact on farming productivity. 
1971 the Secretary of Agriculture Earl Butts forced farmers to get big or get out, which began the era of monocropping. Butts's initiative to feed the world had Cold War motives, it was another way to distinguish the United States from the Soviet Union. The high production of monocropping has destroyed our soil. To compensate for the destroyed soil, we've been forced to genetically modify our seeds and use new chemicals to make our plants grow. We can no longer rely on the soil by itself like we used to. The dependency on chemicals. The same chemical companies that invented Agent Orange invented Roundup, which is glyphosate. Glyphosate is poisonous to humans and the soil, and it's sprayed all over our food. Chemical companies were a value add for the farming industry immediately after World War II, but greed has corrupted them over the last 50 years. The grain and chemical companies have hijacked the origins of the seeds used for farming. We no longer have heirloom seeds, we have genetically engineered seeds that are created by the grain and chemical companies. The FDA won a lawsuit that now permits chemicals to be added into food, without the consumer knowing if the chemical fall into the generally recognized as safe category. There are approximately 2,000 chemicals in this category. Tracing the origins of seed oils Rapeseed oil is canola oil. The FDA outlawed rapeseed oil in 1956 because it was determined to be toxic to human consumption. The need to modify a seed creates a business, which creates the opportunity for someone to profit. Chemical companies lobbied to rid human diets of animal fats so they could profit from creating the replacement to animal fats. Following President Eisenhower's heart attack in 1954, a researcher named Ansel Keys claimed that animal fats were responsible for heart disease. The proposed solution was to swap out animal fats for vegetable oil. Rapeseed is a weed that grows easily, but it's toxic, so chemical companies remove the toxic uric acid in rapeseed to create an industrialized oil that could be used in your car or to fry your french fries, which is what we call canola oil. Canola oil and other industrialized vegetable oils maximize profits because they are cheap to produce and are versatile. They can be used in candy bars, crackers, hamburger meat, the buns of the hamburger. Seed oils have become a commodity that is subsidized by the United States government, which has incentivized farmers to farm rape seeds so they can stay in business. Society used to be fit. America was fit and healthy in the 1960s. At this time America was using pure animal fat and protein, and had access to a different food system in regards to how its meat was produced and processed. America's health began to deteriorate in 1971 when highly processed foods were introduced into the food supply. 70% of the population being obese is a relatively new phenomenon. Today, Americans have to be intentional with what they consume or if they want to be healthy. How to avoid processed food at the grocery store Avoid processed food at the grocery store by avoiding the middle aisles, shop on the corners and outside walls of the store. Modern supermarkets look like a cartoon world with all the colors and characters used to sell junk food. How to shop for meat Quote, The source of the seed of my nutrition is pure animal protein. It's that simple. Texas Slim He eats other foods than just meat, but keeps it simple, fruits, avocados, etc. He prefers not to eat supermarket beef, but when he does, he will pay extra for their best options. Look for the grass-fed, organic options because those are better than the crap beef that was sourced from who knows where. Create your own market access to the pure animal protein that has traceable origins. 
How to prepare meat. Don't cook with seed oils. Cook with tallow or grass-fed butter in a cast iron skillet. How to get the healthiest beef at home. Shake your rancher's hand. He mentions Tier Bloon, K&C cattle, and rich ranches, who are now major suppliers for the beef initiative. Shaking your rancher's hand is how he and other Texans were raised. Look someone in the eye, shake their hand, and establish a communication system that both people understand. We have lost this kind of interpersonal communication. Relationship building starts with a handshake. Creating a decentralized nutrition system is optimal for the individual. The fat cow system. Supermarket beef comes from stressed out cows that have adrenaline rushes at the time that they're harvested, which taints the beef. Negatively affecting the psychological well-being of the animal affects the beef, just like it happens in humans. Honor the animal before turning it into a new form of energy. Corrupted farm families. It takes massive amounts of intelligence and information gathering to control an entire supply chain, like the four main processors do. Texas Slim equates the 4PS intelligence apparatus to the CIA. Throughout history, there are repeated instances of the rulers taking steps to control or manipulate the food supply in a way that benefits them. The rulers today are the ones that control the heirloom seeds. GMOs the American public tends to be the guinea pigs for new global food initiatives. Historically, Europe pushed back against things like GMOs, but it has recently started to bend the knee. How to push back against chemicals. Individuals humans must point their consumer demand towards different objectives as it relates to the incentives of the food industry. Stop looking at food as entertainment and become more intentional with your consumption. Become more educated on nutrition and where your food comes from. Ranchers are shifting the power. The cowboys must unite and stop funneling their production to the four main processors. This course correction takes time. Amos Miller, a rancher in Pennsylvania, was sued by the federal government for selling raw milk and cheese in his local community. Quote, pasteurized. Skim milk is the most unhealthy thing you could be consuming. In my opinion it takes all the animal fat, vitamins, and minerals out of your milk. Texas Slim Regulatory Capture and Ignorance JBS and other large U.S. meat processors agreed to pay $80-plus million in fines over their price-fixing scheme. But they made many multiples more than that in profits from the price manipulation. The globalization movement can afford the fines, but many small-town ranchers like Amos Miller cannot. We need to look at who is funding the attack on Amos Miller, and who benefits from making raw dairy illegal. The cultural psyop of fake food. The same thing that was done with seed oils will be done with animal protein. Chemical companies took a wheat and turned it into one of the biggest consumption commodities in the world, canola oil and other seed oils. The same thing will be done with animal protein, they will turn alternative vegetable protein sources into large consumption commodities, such as pea protein, cricket, soy, scorpions, etc. These alternative protein sources will be injected into the food supply just as canola oil was injected into, seemingly, everything. Observe the marketing campaigns that emerge to justify consumption of the bugs. NYC mayor wanting to remove meat from children's diet. About 46% of kids ages 5 to 11 are obese or overweight. The kids are helpless 
responsible adults must challenge the politicians that are trying to implement damaging food programs in schools. China is buying farmland in the United States. The Chinese government has purchased over 200,000 acres of farmland in America. China's elites eat U.S. beef, but feed their massive population with grains. The elites aren't going to get rid of beef, they are just aren't going to give everyday people access to it. Food supply shortage and famine. Quote, there is going to be a short-term food supply shortage in the United States. Texas slim. Not because we don't have enough food, but because we don't have enough access to food. People do not realize how little market access we have to food in the United States. Russia and Ukraine are the largest exporters of wheat for the rest of the world. Their war threatens the nations who depend on wheat to feed their people. Their war also threatens the global fertilizer supply, which depends on nitrogen. Texas Slim believes that a famine in Africa is probable, and that a famine in Asia is possible. Historically, famines are followed by migrations, which he predicts will be to Europe. Bitcoin and Beef Initiative You can buy beef from the Beef Initiative using fiat currency or Bitcoin in 48 states. Currently, there are 50 to 60 ranchers participating in the Beef Initiative around the U.S. You can select the rancher you'd like to purchase beef from on the Beef Initiative's website. The Beef Initiative's standards are higher than the USDA standards, according to Texas Slim. How to fix the falling testosterone levels in the U.S. Testosterone levels in men are about 50% less in 2020 than they were in 2000. Your skin is your second stomach, it must digest all the harmful chemicals it encounters in the shower, for example. Anecdotally, doctors have told Texas Slim they see young men's testosterone levels around 200, when they should be around 1,200 to 1,400. Social engineering has been used to convince people that testosterone isn't that important. He believes that changes in protein consumption and the water are equally responsible for the decrease in testosterone levels. Bone broth fasting. There's a lot of chemicals and microplastics in our food, which decrease testosterone. Texas Slim does a 48-hour bone broth fast to give his mind and body a break. The brain can become inflamed from chronic seed oil consumption. Quote, we have to become our own filters. Texas Slim. Liver King. Liver King is making you look at him so you think about the nutrition he consumes. Vital nutrients are in organs and bones, and not in the colorful box of cereal. Texas Slim observes that people that eat like Liver King have cleaner bodies and clearer minds than people that aren't consuming the things he consumes. Can you overeat meat? There is less to digest if you're eating pure animal protein. Your body is better able to communicate satiety to you when you're consuming pure animal protein compared to consuming highly processed foods. Today's traditional consumption model leaves people overstarved and undernourished. Overfed equals our bodies don't know what to do with all the processed foods we consume, so it turns it into a fat cell for defense. Satiety signals aren't being communicated to our brains because our bodies don't know what is in the food. Our food has become processed to the point that it is really a drug, and withdrawing from the sugar in the food is like withdrawing from addictive chemical substances found in drugs. Do your best. The Beef Initiative is not judging your diet or forcing you into adopting one specific diet. The Beef Initiative is about producing and consuming real food again.
value does not equal price. The value of consuming high-quality, pure animal protein, medical bills goes down, insurance changes, etc. Comparing ranchers' beef to supermarket beef is comparing apples to oranges. Anthony Pomplino's takeaways from the conversation. Eat real food. Know what you put in your body. Stay on the outside edges of the grocery store. That wraps up the notes for this episode. Five-star ratings are very much appreciated. Don't forget to go to podcastnotes.org and subscribe to our free newsletter. The Top 10 Ideas of the Week. Every Monday.